0: Hey, we are Tony and Sarah. We are best known as producers and educators in the dance and entertainment world.
1: And although we've had some major success, we've also had some challenges along the way, which have included failed relationships, failed businesses, heart attacks, and even a near-death experience.
0: Although we've gone through the hard, we still believe that fairy tales do exist, if you're willing to fight for them.
1: So we are here to help you navigate your health, wealth, and relationships
0: and a little bit
1: of Disney. By sharing what has worked for us, we can help you to keep fighting, fighting for, for your, your fairy, fairy tale. tale.
0: Welcome back to Fighting for Your Fairy Tale.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: So we've talked about health before, but I wanted to come back um, and circle back to it um, because I know that there's a lot of people who. You know, they feel like they have to earn their food, or they look at exercise as a punishment. I do. <laughs> you do. All right. So, why do you feel that way?
1: Because something you have to do, not necessarily something you want to do. I mean, everybody's different, but I don't. I don't necessarily exercise all the time because I want to. It's something I know I need to do so I can get the results on the other side. So jump in.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what about nutrition? Do you feel like, have you ever you know been at Thanksgiving and you feel like you can't eat what you want or feel guilty?
1: Mm, not so much anymore. <laughs> um, I usually plan to have that meal and not feel guilty about it but everything leading up you know the two three weeks leading up to it i'm pretty i'm pretty much sticking to that meal plan so that i can i'm doing what i have to do so i can do what i want to do
0: yeah i mean i know that i for a very long time looked at working out it was a punishment for you know having a slice of pizza or um you know Having the cake at the birthday party or whatnot. So I think this is very relatable. I think a lot of people have this. Um, but I want to ask you, do you feel like you deserve to be taken care of?
1: By who? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I really think that. It starts, and I know this was the big change for me and my my health journey was, you know, I was definitely a yo-yo dieter. I would go on, you know, I would eat this diet plan, follow this exercise plan, um, and then I'd fall off. Um, but then I joined a community where, like, personal development became, became really, um, had a part of your everyday, you know, things like this podcast or, uh, you know, audio books or something like that. And it helped my mental shift, um, in the fact that like working out, you know, being proud because I could work out right. Um, there, it's one of those things that you have to you have to ask yourself, are you able bodied to move? Because there are certain people who they can't. You know, I watched you for a long time. I mean, you couldn't even walk up the stairs after your surgery, right?
1: Well, it was multiple bypass surgery. So I guess the, that's a good reason for that, right?
0: <laughs> right. But I watched you go from quintuple bypass surgery to having to take a lap around the ICU reception desk, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you had, went from the bed to just standing up, you know, to being able to walk.
1: Small wins.
0: There's small, small winds. Um, and so like I, you know, I'm I want to harp because that's not what we're trying to do. I'm trying to tell you my journey um, and Tony's journey, which are very, very different because um, you are very much an athlete as a kid. Mm-hmm. Football, track,
1: football, track, um, basketball, baseball. My parents put me in everything. Um Yeah, I mean, it was it was
0: and I think for for you, tell me, like, because I remember you talking, I think it was to Nicole. um, And when we interviewed her, y'all were talking about kind of how your your track coach would. It it kind of turned into a form of punishment. If you didn't run something, you had to do more or something. I don't know.
1: I mean, I mean, we, we had a we had a standard to live up to. Well, we felt we had a standard to live up to because my mother was an Olympic athlete. <laughs> so, I mean, right there is kind of like that sets the bar pretty high. So the fact that your mom ran in the Pan Am Games and was an Olympic athlete, um, not that we had to live up to it. She never pushed us or forced us or it did anything of that. But it's like if my mom can do it, why can't I type of thing? And so, I mean, the athleticism came into more of a habit. We had coaches, you know, there's all kinds of people who use exercises of punishment. Ah, all right, boys, you're not, you're not doing what you need. Go around two laps, two miles, go. You know, it it I think it starts that way with a lot of um elementary and high school coaches, they use it as a punishment. So maybe um, you know, you do something wrong, do 10 push-ups, do 20 push-ups. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it maybe even start as a as a young person, that exercise is a punishment, and maybe that is where a lot of people start. Maybe to, and, and now not I think about it, um, I can honestly say you know our football coaches, and track coaches, if you didn't do what they wanted to do, they made you do more. <laughs> so, right. So yeah.
0: you you started more as a like working out was more of to be better as an athlete, not to be healthy necessarily.
1: Correct. I mean, for me, I mean, yeah, yeah, for me, it was I'm going to lift weights so that I can get stronger, so I can perform better, so I can win more medals, we can win more games. It it wasn't about, because quite honestly, I was, I guess I was the average teenager. I ate a whole pepperoni pizza by myself. All right, Let's go work out. And then it burned off because I was so active. So (laughs) (laughs) it was then it doesn't happen now.
0: Right. I mean honestly while you were saying that as a dance teacher I, you know, if they don't come with their hair or their tights we make them do push-ups and you know maybe that is something that we need to change as we move forward because these kids are learning that these things that are exercise, you know, that keep them healthy are they're being done as a punishment. Um and kind of open my eyes because these these things that you're doing for exercise are to make you healthier. And I can't think of one thing that you can do in your life outside of taking care of your health that will improve all aspects of your life.
1: Hmm. Well, the health is usually at the beginning.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, we've talked about it before, but if you don't have your health, what do you have? Right. And um, what one of the sayings that I love and I don't want to take credit for it because I heard it, but I can't remember where I heard it from. If you don't take care of your health now, you will be forced to take care of it later.
1: That is a true state.
0: Um, and I think, you know, one of the things that we, you know, we're not trying to force anything on you guys, but we want we want to maybe shift your perspective in I think how you think of exercise and nutrition is really important to even
1: just doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, think about it. I mean, all these Look, I mean, I think because you were on like yo-yo diets, you mm-hmm. to jump on one, jump on the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole thing is restrictive. It's like, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. Um, and it seems, I think to me, it feels like a punishment. I mean, you go to a barbecue and you can't have the potato salad, or not. So maybe I shouldn't even say that, but you're, you're, you're told you can't do this. You can't do that i mean it it does seem like a punishment i mean Mm -hmm. it does seem like something you are having to because i don't know i'm getting off track i guess but i mean for me um like there's all these um workout things You, you think you mentioned 75 hard um i think that's i think that's not necessarily a um a physical thing i mean i think it incorporates that but i think it's more mental toughness for that um, and then, but again, in that series, if you miss one thing, so you mess up once, you fail once, you start all over again. And I think that's, I mean, in some ways, that's, I mean, that's kind of daunting. I mean, you have to really have some quote unquote mental fitness to kind of want, stick to it and not give up. But people, I mean, that's kind of feels like you're not perfect, just start over. It's a punishment. I mean, right. it, I mean, well, I may be looked at as a punishment. But I'm not saying it's a good thing. I think there's not lots of people who've done it. Um,
0: I think, you know, we talked, I think we talked, I mentioned it in the habits episode. I think the habits it's wanting you to do Mm -hmm. are great. Mm -hmm. But, oh my gosh, you're human. You are going to fail. You're going to want to eat the cookie and there's nothing wrong with you. And you don't need to punish yourself in the gym the next day or that day because you had
1: a cookie. That's a perspective. I mean, there are a lot of people out there who won't do that. I mean, I know a lot of um, trainers. Oh, what? You're messing up our program. But, you know, I mean, it's just you're doing extra. You know, I mean, it's just it's always I mean, I don't know. For me, it's always been a, a, a source of punishment. It's always been a source of punishment. Um, you don't do something right. Go run. If you don't do something right. Do pushups. If you don't do something right. Oh, you ate that? <laughs> extra hour you know, it's, 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 and I think mentally that's for me, it's always been that way. Um, I think from, I I mean, my perspective had to change because I mean, quite honestly, I had, I mean, with the heart attack, it's assuming that I was, you know, eating awful and doing all that. But, you know, the doctor was like, I was very active. I mean, I literally had run a 10 K a couple of weeks before. So it wasn't always about um mental health and physical health. It's just I had bad genetics, is what they told me. Um but and I and I felt guilty because I was taking care of myself. I was, I felt I was eating the right things. I was exercising. I was running. Um, you know, we were watching what we ate, get getting to bed early, all those types of things, and still had a heart attack. So it was kind of like I do all this for what? Okay. So it felt like I got punished because I was doing it. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm luckily I'm in a habit now that, you know, it's like, if, I think for me, the more I engage in personal wellness, the better I feel. But it doesn't happen automatically. Right. I mean, so I think, um, I mean, the true punishment, honestly, is not doing anything and then living with that at the end. That's for me. But I think it takes a mental shift. And I don't know if I'm there yet, but um, I mean, if somebody who played sports or, you know, that is definitely something that is practiced. That corporal punishment for not doing something right or acting up.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great conversation because, you know, I was a personal trainer for a long time.
1: Oh, you were the one doing it to me.
0: (laughs) But, you know, I'd have people come in and go, I need someone to whip me into shape. Well, it's not about whipping me, you know, like to me, if my parents were whipping me, I was doing something wrong. Right. Um,
1: That's when they would whip me. And
0: and to me, getting a personal trainer or working out, it's like you're doing something right. Like you're in, you know, this is, and this is a mind shift. I'm in, I, by no means and perfect. I have had days recently where I did nothing. Um, But on those days, I was not my best self. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And so it's a a long time shift. And I I just want to have the conversation with you Um, for our listeners so that they can see like, you know, if this is something that you, you think kind of the two different mindsets of where you are versus where I was and am now. Um, Because I remember if, I mean, if you go to my social media, you could scroll back years. I posted a picture. I went to Chuck E. Cheese for my nephew's birthday and I posted a picture of pizza saying life's about balance. Life's not about balance. Balance, it's a seesaw. Mm -hmm. What are you called? Seesaws or or teeter-totters. They're the same thing, right? Yeah, I think so. One day it's going to be up and one day it's going to be down. One day you're going to have Thanksgiving. I mean, listen, the end of the year is, for us at least, it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, Pony's birthday, our anniversary, than my birthday. We are eating all the food in the what six weeks Mm -hmm. of life, and we don't feel sorry about it.
1: Uh -uh.
0: Um, but I know for a fact, years ago, I would have, I would have counted how many calories I would have only eaten the green beans. I would have felt guilty, Mm. you know, for eating that, or I would have woken up to make sure I got my workout in and sometimes I do because I am an introvert and there are going to be people around and that is my alone you know Mm -hmm. so for me my workout is my alone time or my release for anxiety not because of the food I'm gonna eat
1: right I mean and I think I don't know I mean how do you look at it? Because I mean, I I watched you early in our relationships bounce from mm-hmm. like certain what do you call it diets to other diets. What actually got you? I mean, it seemed to me that it wasn't about the action. It was more about your mind shift, it your was, perspective. I mean, that's what I that's what I saw. Yeah. It really wasn't about because it, you know, to me, you always looked hot. <laughs> so I Thank mean. You. No, thank you. Um, but um, but I think as far as your mental health and like just general, just being in a better mood, I wasn't always having to tiptoe around. I mean, when you shifted your mental perspective on why you were doing it, and I guess you realized, oh, when I do this, I feel better. Is kind of when I felt I saw I saw the yo-yo stop. It was like it was consistent. Yeah. yeah, like you said, it's not, right. nece- I mean, not necessarily balance because I think for us balance is zero. Right. Um, if you look at anything or measure if if something is balanced completely, it's not. There's no kinetic energy. You're not going anywhere. Right. Um, there's no up and down. It's you know, it's basically balance is zero. And I don't know why. I guess you know, a lot of people smarter than us say that you know you have to balance. But I go. I don't want my life to be zero. Right. I don't want to be moving towards something. Um, it's sometimes going it to have more momentum and sometimes going to have less, but maybe again, it's just a perspective. Um, it's like
0: that wheel of life. You know, we talked about like some are more and some are less. And sometimes you have to switch what you're focused on. That doesn't mean that the stuff at the bottom isn't important, but sometimes the stuff at the top you've neglected for so long, you have to focus on it. Yeah. And maybe that is your health. Um, but you're right. Some, my mental health was what really changed me. And I will tell you, it took me probably a year and a half of personal development and getting into the routine of that before any weight or anything like that. It took time.
1: Let me ask you this. at that During that year and a half, did it ever feel like punishment? Yes.
0: Mm. Yes, yes. Okay. Just
1: trying to get
0: back on. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. When I did enough personal development, you know, through that, it felt like punishment. It felt like I had to. Mm -hmm. But once I started getting to the point of personal development, where I started educating myself into what exercise, and honestly, not really exercise, because I had been a personal trainer. what nutrition did inside of my body. And I learned what foods blessed my body and what certain foods, why they didn't. Mm. Um, It was easier to make the decisions. It was easier. um, That is why I could go to Thanksgiving and eat the food because I knew that I probably wasn't going to feel great, but I was going to enjoy my time.
1: Um, it just, happened, I mean, which is really why Thanksgiving—you're there with your family and just correct. happen to be eating.
0: But I learned, and I learned what I really learned more about the new—not nutri- just the, you know, because part of what when I was a personal trainer, we were also uh, like not not a dietitian, but like a nutritionist. We had nutrition. Um, education but it was like the food pyramid and it was like all the basic stuff right but when i really learned about hormones and how you know eating certain things and honestly like what the ingredients in the sour patch kids did inside of my body and learn the science behind it that's what really changed
1: hmm. for me and i think during that time we were, I well, we were big coffee drinkers mm-hmm. and every morning I needed coffee and, you know, that was just me. And it was really more just for the stimulant. And I would end up about midday feeling, and I realized that after it wasn't necessarily the coffee for me, I mean, we're not telling people not to drink coffee, but for me, the cream, the milk um, did a number on me. And so when I stopped I mean, I think for me, I stopped doing the cream, and that afternoon blah feel, you know, visiting the toilet and all that, <laughs> went away. And then for me, it was like I had other ways to get stimulants instead of the coffee, which the caffeine just had, you know, had me going up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I remember. I don't think I do remember. I when the Red Bulls came out, nineties, um, I would to get through my. Workload I would drink a couple and I'd go teach and no no lie um the parents and the students after a while I had an intervention and said, Mr. Tony, when you drink that stuff you're just we can't keep up it's too fast and this and it's like I was like I had no idea so for me stimulants were really a big thing but so I don't I guess I look back now and I go, I don't see that not having my coffee you no know, every once in a while I'll have you know I'll have a nice cup of coffee and stuff like that, but I don't see me not having coffee and not having creamer and not doing that as a punishment. I, because I see actually it's the flip. Cause when I do eat that stuff, I get punished later. Right. And so I think it's just finding out what that, what your, what your makeup is and what works for you. Because I know if I go have coffee and cream, it'll taste good in the moment, but you know, a couple of hours later, I am, I'm going to the porcelain God, you know, right. um, but you know, I think. But I think, like you said, I think if anything we get out of this episode is your perspective on exercise, nutrition. It's really, it can be viewed as a punishment. I mean, we've all done it or looked at it that way. But I think understanding what works for you, <clears throat> in some ways, by by engaging in the the activity, it is a punishment on your body, and on how you feel. Um, I mean. I guess most people know if you were to eat ice cream and cookies for 10 days and need nothing else, you're not going to feel so great. And that's the punishment. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think um, I was watching a pod, uh, podcast, a video or something online, and, and the, the gentleman was stating that the, the root of un, the root of unhappiness in the United States is the inability to stop um, oh my gosh, the inability to stop impulsive activity. If you do not have the ability to stop your own impulsive activity, that is the downfall for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I kind of agree. if it's food, if it's money, if it's purchases, if it's shopping, if it's you know reacting to somebody in a negative way when they hurt your feelings, it's you know that impulsiveness is kind of what is driving the culture these days. But that is also, I think, the major source of punishment because, you know, someone says something to you and you can't hold yourself or you can't control your feelings or your actions or your mouth, definitely get you in trouble. Um, and we've seen that so many times. And then, you know, same thing with your health. If you're hey, I'm going to eat this bonbon, I don't know why I always go to bonbons, but, <laughs> but if you're going to eat this bonbon and you're going to eat it again, and you're going to eat it for weeks. Then that is, I mean, that the, the result of that is the punishment because you're not going to feel well. Um, so maybe that perspective, maybe that's the whole point, is when you understand what the true punishment is, it changes your perspective on what you will do and what you won't do and the motivation behind it.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, like you said, I think sometimes it's an unintentional punishment because. What, and it goes back, you know, we are not therapists, but we definitely believe in therapy, but do you feel worthy of taking care of yourself? You know, and I know, um, you know, I've talked to, I've talked to many episodes about how, like, if I was sad, I'd go shopping, mm-hmm. you know, I know a lot of people, if they're sad, they eat the bonbons, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, and unfortunately, this food, you know, that food is necessary, right? It's not like drugs and alcohol or shopping
1: that. You well, <laughs> some people would say drugs or alcohol are necessity and shopping. So hopefully, right. you can, hopefully you're not one of those. But uh, right.
0: But it's one of those you need food to live. But it's also a hard habit to break, mm-hmm. you know, because you got to go to the grocery store. Um, I know meal, uh, grocery delivery has been helpful, both for budget and to, you know, eat what you want. But it's, you know, like you said, we got to stay on topic. We could go all over the place. But um, there are some healthy reasons you can exercise.
1: Are all of them reason?
0: (laughs) I know, but how you look at it, your perspective to shift some
1: perspective instead of for what you ate well, or- Maybe ask that question, why do you exercise? I think you already said it earlier, it helps clear your mind, you you feel better physically. Um, I think for you, the mental the mental clarity that you get from that helps. Um, I think I exercise out of, well, it was, now it's more maintaining, but it was after the heart attack, it was out of fear. It's like, I don't want to go through that again. Um I don't want to put my family. I don't want to put you through that again. I don't I don't want to go through that again. Again, I think the hardest part of the hardest part of that entire ordeal um was wearing that vest thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, just mentally. It's like, you know, it was basically a a life vest that basically they didn't know if the heart was just gonna stop it all, all of a sudden. So it was a device that I had to wear for three months, three or four months and would shock me back into existence if my heart just stopped
0: not a scary
1: not a not a cool not a cool i feeling and a couple times it went off like okay we're gonna shock you like no 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 i'm good i mean so i think for me the fear the exercise was not necessarily the punishment but it was what i needed to do so i didn't quote, quote, get the punishment of, you know, death or dying or something like that. Um, so we all have our motivations. I mean, now it's more just to maintain the health. But it's so funny because prior to the heart attack, I was working out more <laughs> and doing more. So it's for me, it's just kind of, it's a mind. I mean, probably the first curse word, but it's a mind fuck because it, for me, it was like I was doing everything I was supposed to, still had the heart attack, then came back and the doctor said, well, keep doing what you were doing. And we'll, hopefully it doesn't happen again. You know, but say that be right. You know, so I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. It's, it's,
0: well, I mentioned it before. Part of the reason, I mean, you went nine years mm-hmm. between the two heart attacks. And one, and the reason the doctor is because you were taking care of your health is why it, Took so long because you were doing the right, right things. Yeah, that's true. You were being, you were preventing because, you know, nothing against the first doctor. Well, we can have our own opinions, but he should, you should have had an open
1: heart surgery then. Right. Well, that's, and we didn't have insurance then. So, right. uh, well, it was, anyway, that's a whole other story. We had insurance. I stopped my own insurance so that our, our employees could have it. And I was off and I basically said, oh, we'll start it up in the next month. So in the time that that one month that insurance was not in for me, but it was there for the employees just because of um, finances, that is what I had, the heart attack. Mm -hmm. So like the airplane people, put your own own mask on first, make sure you have your own before you. I mean, it's just, you know, it it was an ordeal. It was a learning lesson for sure.
0: Yeah, and I, you know what? I also, you know, you're talking about like me yo-yo dieting. I remember doing it because other people were talking about it, right? What do you mean? Like, it was cool to be healthy or it was, you know, what workout are you doing? Like, I didn't, I was always active. I didn't necessarily have to always, you know, lift weights or do certain exercises. but I remember, okay, I'm gonna stretch because these people that I would they're talking about about it, right? Mm. Um, and there's a lot of research. Um, I don't so forgive me if you are a health professional and you know this but um, it's an acronym called neat, but it basically is talking about like movement throughout your day um it's non-exercise something thermogenesis i don't know what the a stands for um but it's basically like if you were to take a mom who went to see a personal trainer on thursday and then sat the rest of the day on the tv watching tv on the couch watching tv but then on Saturday, they went to the grocery store and they went to the soccer game and they went to the mall and stuff like that. They had more active movement than just the third, you know, the one-hour personal training session where they sat the rest of the day. There's a lot of research that you don't have to sit and lift weights or go for a run, but being more active throughout your day is healthier. So maybe it's get up and walk around your house. Mm. You know, and it doesn't have to be punishment. Maybe it's folding your laundry and you
1: well, know that's punishment for some people. Well
0: that is punishment <laughs> for me because I don't understand why you have to put laundry away. should <laughs> there should be a fairy. Where's Tinkerbell? Mm. Um but maybe you can add more things to your life like that. You know, I just kind of came to my mind as you were talking about like punishment. I know for you, like after the heart attack, just going up and down the stairs was like a goal. Right? So Yeah, but
1: never felt like punishment. But I mean it felt like how am I gonna get back? How am I gonna get myself back? But yeah, it was a goal. But I mean it's three three flights of three flights of stairs and yeah. Yeah. So.
0: So I just, we just want to have a conversation and maybe like the, I guess the big question is I got, I have three. How do you look, how do you feel about exercise? How do you feel about nutrition? Do you feel like you deserve to be taken care of?
1: <laughs> Even though we're ending there, maybe we should have started there, but I mean, um, um, We'd love to hear what you think um do you consider exercise a punishment why why not and has that changed for you recently and what made those changes those are some good questions because i could get some insight (laughs) we could get some insight on that um but i don't know i think it's a topic that will people will debate for a long time is is that you know from from being in junior high and high school and college where it's definitely treated as a um, a punishment. Um, and that's where a lot of us learn. I mean, that's where I learned about working out and exercising was through the sports programs. And it was always used as a uh, right. punishment. So, I mean,
0: just this conversation as an instructor, you know, this summer I'm supposed to teach a strength and conditioning class for dancers. Mm-hmm. And how I approach that class has shifted just by this conversation Mm. because I want those girls to learn that strength and conditioning, what it's good for and how it's going to help them excel versus it's a punishment. So hopefully that gave you some insight and um,
1: gave me some insight.
0: Great. Uh, Leave a comment. We'll post on our social kind of about this topic and when it comes out and you can um, let us know. I I really would like to know how you feel about exercise and nutrition. Is it, is it punishment? Is it joy? Is it um, fun? I don't know. Um, And kind of how do you, how do you approach your health and fitness journey? Um, Everybody's different, obviously. Mm. So, and you know, I thought about it one way, one at one point in my life, and now I think about it a whole different way. So, um, we are Tony and Sarah official mm-hmm. on social media. You are
1: Tony Smith, producer,
0: and I'm Sarah Name Smith.
1: So, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.